1: All right, back here on the sports grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Integrity Visors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can find the cheapest and best rates out there for you. That's because Stephen represents over 40 different carriers for auto life, home and renter's insurance. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports Crime. All right, a couple of things before we get into the uh, the uh, producer announcement here uh, shortly. Um, a couple other things the, the, to kind of backtrack a little bit, because uh, I know we were just talking about the U.S. national team and the the uh, my opinion, what I think this is going to be a good opportunity for Kelvin Johnson kind of definitely want to get in the uh, Dame-Littert situation as well, too. But backtracking, if you're just tuning in, um, at the top of the last hour, we kind of, well, just a few segments ago, really, we talked about a report that came out um, yesterday about Tom Brady uh, playing pretty much the whole year last year um, with a fully torn MCL. And... um, This was brought to my attention, you know, Mike LaFleuria of NBC. um, I've got a lot of respect for Mike, um, you know. um, He's taking a different angle of this, and it's crazy because when you have a platform like Mike LaFleuria does uh, with uh, NBC – when you write columns and you, you take a certain angle that really thinks that no one was really thinking about first, it kind of can get attention and it can get attention from the league office as well. And the league has declined comment on this. But, you know, the angle, not to really go in depth with it, but the angle, Mike, before you're looking at is it, it's like, hey, if you look at this, he should have never been cleared to play. This is a problem, you know, Um You know, the league looks at it. I mean, we're in this state where it's been a safety this, safety player, safety first. So however this leaked or whoever put this out there that to let everybody know, like, hey, I mean, we knew that Tom was going to have a procedure done. Um, That was kind of reported even early, a couple months ago. But I think after that he had that procedure, everything went well. I don't know how this leaked or got out. But if you look at it in the situation, you know, technically – Mike's got a point where this is the issue to where who's at fault on this? Is Tampa Bay going to end up getting any type of repercussions or fines from this? Cause technically he shouldn't have been cleared to play. And this goes back to also with this player, with Tom Brady, I remember, you know, being very adamant in regards to where his wife, Giselle was doing an interview. And that was the time that it was a hot tup, uh, you know, hot button topic about con- concussions. And she sat there and said, Well, hey, um, I know my husband's played two or three games. He's had a concussion. Whoa, wait a minute, Giselle. Why are you going to Why are you going to Kashi 6'9? That brought some attention to the Patriots and to Tom Brady at that time. And then that kind of got swept on the run. Now you come back where you have a national syndicated writer that writes for NBC that's pretty much saying that, hey, you know what, technically we can praise Tom and say, wow, tough guy, way to go. Hey, that's the GOAT there, man, only Tommy. But if you look at it, this could have opened a can of worms and you could be looking – because if they want to follow this with the letter of the law and this is all about player safety and all this stuff – um, You've got to look at the NFLPA and and if they're gonna stay consistent okay if they're gonna stay consistent and you know I know I've been hard on 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 you know uh, mr. pimp hat you know um, the NFL head of NFLPA guy right now and Demarie Smith but if they're if he and they're gonna stay consistent then you got to go ahead and you gotta you got come out and say hey this this shouldn't have happened. Now, the tricky thing about this is you're talking about Tom Brady, too. Do you really want to come on Tom Brady's bad side in regards to if you really want to push this? But at the end of the day, you know, because the same guy on a I think was a conference call about a month ago was complaining about how tough or how hard you know some of these otas and you know that really are that they have to participate in that puts a lot of wear unnecessary wear and tear on some of the players like i remember tom kind of paraphrasing and quoting like hey uh, do you see a pitcher you know throwing 100 miles an hour in february in spring training so he's already tom is taking the angle you know regardless how much he pushes his body or not he's taking that angle to stick up for the players and the players' safety cuz that's what it's all about right that's what they tell us but the truth of the matter is is that, and I'm not saying he leaked it, I don't know if it's somebody from his side leaked it or whatever, but now he's put himself in a situation to where, you know what, you know, I know you're trying to probably trying to make history was trying to prove like, hey, man, I can leave New England and get another Super Bowl, but the truth of the matter is you probably put Tampa Bay in a situation that could get them a fine or take, you know face some type of discipline. If they want to stick to the letter of the law, I wouldn't be surprised either way because I could also see this being Tom Brady and who he is. And, you know, you got the defending champs and the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're probably going to be, I can't remember. They probably damn near got four or five national televised games. Okay. Do you really want to, do you want to rattle the cage or do you want to just sweep on the rug, said, okay? They, but it's, to me, I know something's up when the NFL does not want to comment on this, when they don't want to release a comment on this. That's my opinion. 7369760. All right, before we get into Dame's talk, um been telling you for the last week and a couple weeks, as things have changed in the show, um that I've been in search for uh, a producer and a, a new co-host. Like I said, I made that decision, you know, could have been comfortable here doing the show uh with just Sam and I, but I know in regards to the fan base that I have what we've had that it's one of those situations where I have the type of personality and do the type of show that it, 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 I like the, the conversation back and forth. Um, you know, I like to have somebody kind of challenging, like, hey, man, it's not really like that, Calvin. So that's why I made a decision, like, hey, you know what? You know, this is probably the best way to go. But first off, I wanted for the first time to actually get a producer. Um, and in this, in this industry, especially locally, normally, you know, there's not, I mean, you have, you know, like Sam, he's worked the board, you got that. But when you look at a producer and a producer's job is to sit there and say, hey, you know, we're going to get you this interview, this is what you want, or we're going to keep track. That's something that I've always thought about having. But the way this show was structured before, it didn't really kind of, I won't say it didn't make sense, but it didn't uh, present the opportunity. So, um, Effective Monday, uh, y'all, y'all know him, y'all have heard of him before, but Effective Monday, Mr. Jonas Clark is going to uh, be joining the sports grind team as the producer. He's going to be a producer. You'll hear him from some time to time on, you know, on the show. Uh, but Jonas is, I've actually been working with Jonas behind the scenes. I mean, Jonas has been a, you know, with the whole thing, you've heard me talk about the sports betting stuff, you know, the relationship last year that we had with SharpSide. Uh, Jonas is very inter- integral part to getting that done um gt bets as well too jonas is i mean he's he's worked with project spurs for at least i think at least the last few years he writes for a lot of different publications and websites and stuff he's he's i mean he's connected um he's also been even beside the fact that i made a decision that you know wanted to put him in a producer role um he's been he's been an integral part behind the scenes on this this co-host uh search as well too so um, excited for him. I know he has a passion. I mean, he, you know, he left the company I heard a few, a few years ago. I remember he worked our board a little before Sam got here, but he worked our board in regards to when we had the SP Nation deal as well. Um, you know, really saw great talent in him then. Um, very knowledgeable when it comes to sports world. I pray for him since he's a Cleveland fan. I mean, he's from Cleveland. You know, he, the Jonas is, uh, you can't, I mean, cause, you know, he'll be in the producer role, but come football season, you know, when Cleveland comes up and this goes down this way, you know, I'm. it's one of those things that you're probably going to – I like I like giving Jonas a little bit of a hard time with Cleveland because sometimes Jonas has, you know, those orange goggles on and you can't say anything about the Browns. But the guy's talented, man. Um, he's grinded. He's a grinder. I mean, he puts in some late hours. Like I said, it's like three or four different sites he works for, Project Spurs. So I'm excited what he's going to bring to the table. I told you this football season – um definitely, you know, going forward with this, definitely want to build relationships up with a lot of different beat writers. I want to have them on the show that cover teams, because as long as I've done this show, we've always talked about beyond the Dallas Cowboys and the Texans. And, you know, we've got Titans fans that's listening to the show. Uh, we've got Pittsburgh Steelers fans listening to the show. So I just felt, you know, basically from even a local standpoint to where we're at, you know, we've always done a show, basically a show that is pretty much could be a syndicated show. But, you know, I wanted to kind of give that to the listeners and the opportunity has come about due to the fact of the changes of the sports grind over the last 18 months. So, um if you know, Jones on Twitter, Twitter, Matt, congratulations. I mean, this is his passion. I know he he you know, he wanted this opportunity within the company of heart, didn't present itself, you know, uh, but things happen for a reason. And I'm eager to see and excited to see exactly, uh, you know, how this works with him. I know it's going to work out well, so i um, excited for him. We'll be um, – he'll be on Effective Monday. And then, like I said, probably a week from today or if not, that following week, you know, it's narrowing down. We pretty much – I've pretty much got my eyes set on, <clears throat> you know, who's going to be, the you know, the co-host. So, you know, it'll be – you know, and you'll still have – you know, Sam, the biggest Puma with me, you know, I've requested from managers like, hey, man, I want Sam in here as much as you can. You know, I love Sam's knowledge as well, too. And I think the chemistry of what Jonas is going to bring from a producer side and who we have in mind with the co-host is going to be, you know, it's going to be it's going to be pretty special, you know, as we get going. I got to ask you, though, Sam, I know we're probably up against. Can you I'm I'm lost because, you know, me, I'm in my own world. I don't know if you can really say this on air or not, but can you tell me how you got the biggest Puma? Because I've got tagged now and and tweets and stuff with it. But I'm thinking, like, dude, I never know why. I mean, I've heard Taylor call you that a lot, but I'm trying to say, how did you get that nickname? Can you tell tell that story on air? Is this something you have to tell me off?
2: No, no. Oh, okay. It's it's easy. Now, growing up, uh, for whatever reason, uh, so we would play a lot of stickball, uh, you know, like we would play – you know, take a broomstick and and take a tennis ball, and then you you know like bounce it, pitch it like you're you know, like you're playing cricket. Okay. And so we we would you know, play hours of stickball, and we would, uh you know always impersonate different batting. Like I had a buddy who would always you know act like Jeff Bagwell, oh, and the, okay. you know another dude like okay. Luis Gonzalez. And so I would uh I just from playing you know stickball as a kid picked up the nickname Big Puma, okay. because of Lance Berkman. Oh, And okay. then uh, when it came to Twitter. Had to go with biggest <laughs> Puma because uh, the big Puma already had that. Taken. already taken. I yeah. got you. All right. I always
1: wanted to know. I didn't know if that was something Taylor gave to you, or if that was the whole deal. But no, that's that's no. What's that goes up.
2: back to like uh, like fifth, sixth, uh, like junior high, probably. Yeah, but no, I'm
1: excited, man. It's going to be a good gonna be football. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a good football season. I know you know Jonas as well, so. Um, you know, a lot of people locally um, that's tried to get in this industry, that's none of that knows Jonas. Jonas is a guy that will try to help out anybody that he can, too. He's a really good kid, man. He's, I mean, he's not a kid. He's a grown man, but he's a good person in general. So I've got a Cleveland thing, and, I, and I'm excited with Sam because I haven't forgot because me and Sam, we about to kick this thing off, but I know me and him got this DeMarcus Lawrence thing going on, so we're going to be paying attention <laughs> to DeMarcus, you know, because Sam made some good points on that, but it, it should be fun, man. Seven three six nine seven six. you listen to the Sports broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the sports grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club studios. Don't forget, Rounders, uh, if you haven't been out there, keep in mind they've got uh, their two state of the art fully swing golf simulators, the same kind that Tiger Woods used, that has in his own house. They have 96 real life courses. And what Rounders is going to do now, that if you get Uh, You mentioned the sports ground, You'll get your second hour for free. And that's just $40 for two hours for up to six players. That's rounders. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by tiger sanitation. If you're looking for a job, tiger sanitation is always hiring. They're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for San Antonio local community and surrounding areas. That is tiger sanitation, official sponsor of the sports ground. Oh, Luther. All right, man. So, um, this is the deal. Um, let me let me backtrack a little bit to um, the before, because I want to touch on a little bit of Game 5 tomorrow too, but let's talk a little bit about the other news in the NBA besides the U.S. men's national team. Let's talk about Dame Lillard. And I tweeted this out earlier. That don't even sound right. I got to get used to saying that, man. That don't even sound right, you know? Might let Jonas handle the Twitter account. I don't know. No, I'm just joking. I know I've got good feedback. Yeah, I've got good feedback. But I tweeted this out yesterday. I mean, earlier today, the picture of Dame Lillard saying the reports that hey, you know, I don't know if I don't know if it was Bleacher Report, Athletic. I don't know who it was, but reported that supposedly in the next few days he's going to be requesting a trade. And I did tell you, I did tweet out, paraphrasing, just said, "Hey, wow! If this is true." And I did say that. I said, if this is true, how things have changed, and I guess it finally got to them. You know, the whole loyalty, I'm loyal. I'm not running the team up with nobody. I'm not cut from that cloth. I'm not doing this. I'm staying here for Portland. And I told y'all, okay, a month or so ago, when they were still in the playoffs and they were in that series and that game, that Dame Lillard had, I don't know what it was. It was like, he went nuts. It was like, a, it was a double nickel or a 50 piece and they lost. And I saw that look on his face knowing like, damn, like I gave this and we still, that's the first time. That's the first, I mean, out of all the gentlemen sweeps, out of all the sweeps that he's been through him, CJ McCullough starts who's no longer there. This was the first time that I saw Dave really look like defeated. Like, what am I doing? So, to me, and, and I've been critical about Dame because I felt like he's one of the guys that's gotten the pass, especially from our community, you know, especially from the black community that's, oh, man, he's, you know, he's rad. He's pitted, But well, we killed LeBron. We killed everybody else. But Dame is a guy that got the Dame time. He hits a couple 40, 50-foot uh, uh, footers, buzzer beaters. But we never look at, like, well, damn, dude, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been to Western Carp- I mean, he hasn't got around. He's got swept three times. He's missed, you know. It's never with that. Hell of a player, though. I never took that away from him. Now you get reports that's come out today, and I know he was supposed to have a press conference with the U.S. National Bank, kind of to probably address this, but now you have reports saying that he's denied, that this isn't true, that he's not going to request a trade. Only time will tell. I believe, you know, with the hiring of Chauncey Billups and that behind the scenes and kind of what surfaced even before they made the decision to hire Chauncey Billups, I believe, honestly, that Dane behind closed doors is pulling almost a Russell Wilson. I mean, it's like you want out, but that's the type of market. I can tell you. I, sometimes I feel bad. I feel sad for not sad, but I feel bad for Portland fan because Portland fans, and I've said this on the show for a while, that they're some of the most loyal, diehard fan base in, in in sports. And they've gone through some good teams. They've gone through some bad teams. They've gone through some troublemakers where guys are getting in trouble off, off off the court constantly. The whole Rasheed Wallace era, that whole that that era they went to, when they were called the Trail Gangsters and stuff, and they still show up. They still pack the Garden. They still pack the Rose Garden. They still there. So I believe there's pressure on Dame, and this has been the theme of mine for the last couple of weeks on the show about saying it with your chest out. You know, say it with your chest out. If you don't want to be there, you don't want to be there. And I think Dame, that now whoever leaked this and this come out, that's a quick response. Say, oh, I'm not. That's not true. Only time will tell. If he ends up getting traded or, you know, because, you know, it's very slick how they can be, the the athlete. And again, in this day of social media, in the day of, you know, not necessarily needing your, uh, you know, Amar Rashad, not needing your Jim Gray. You know, you got Instagram, you got Twitter, you got a social media, you can put it out there as you want. But with that said, also comes the way you can manipulate things. Because technically, in Dame's eyes, he can sit there and say, hey, I went to the front office. I'm just saying he didn't say this, but if he's thinking like, hey, I went to the front office, I just told him I wasn't pleasant about it. And if they didn't, they could move me. That's enough to say almost you request a trade. But in the, but when it comes to the light, you can say, oh no, I didn't, I'm not requesting a trade. But if he gets moved in the next few weeks or maybe the next month, then we'll know that it was that that he's lying, that he did kind of request a trade. Because if you ask me right now. I believe he has. And, I, and I'm not going to really kill Dame for that because I killed him more to the fact like, yo, man, don't you get tired of getting bounced out in the first round? Everybody, don't you need some help? Don't you realize what Stott's doing and CJ McCullough's doing is not maybe really working? You know? So this is the offseason. I finally said some of that. But, you know, go ahead and say it with your chest out. Same thing with Russell Wilson. I heard Russell Wilson went on the Dan Patrick Show again not too long ago. I think I don't know if it was this week or last week saying that, hey, well, no, nah, man, me and Pete Carroll, we got the best relationship now. we we're, we're closer than ever. Nah, man, we're about to kick off camp, man. And you got to go get behind those offensive linemen that you threw under the bus. And when you went on Dan Patrick the first time and you said you were tired of getting hit. So it's a, you know, certain guys, some guys just don't give a damn. Uh, Aquile Leonard, obviously, he don't give a damn what people think about him. You know, there's other people that don't give it. Like if they want Deshaun Watson, prior to the whole allegations, he didn't give a damn. He didn't want to be there. And he said it with his chest out. I kind of feel like Dame is kind of basically trying to straddle the fence, but I do feel new coast change, everything like that. When you look at the landscape of the West, it doesn't surprise me that he's going to ask for a trade or if he already did. But we'll see how it plays out. 736-976, you listen to The Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
0: Today I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle.
1: It's an old-ass song, man. It's old. Trying to dig deep in the bag. I hear you. I hear you. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment, let's see who's up. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Beto's. Okay, keep in mind, Beto's is celebrating 25 years of serving great food in San Antonio. They're located off of Broadway. And also now they're serving breakfast Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. That is Beto's official sponsor of the sports crowd. Don't forget, yeah, getting good uh, reaction. on the twitter here don't forget uh in action on twitter so you can uh follow me on twitter at sports but uh just a spurs fan at spurs round balls check it in <laughs> he said and i was wondering he was gonna cut catches because sam did he said congratulations cow let it slip on air when he was trying to keep it a secret about a week ago yeah because i had just talked to jonas and it's like i was coming here like yeah and i missed the say, first show of the yeah, week I, it was on I, monday yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and i was like I meant to say, like, well, Sam knows who it is because I told Sam after I told talked to uh, the man, Brian Gann, about it. But uh, but I was like, I meant to say, Sam knows. I was like, Jonas knows. And it was funny because I had some people that nobody had called it, but I was like, oh, well, I'll make light of it. But no one said, but, oh, that's that's paying attention in class there. That's good. That's That, that lets me know that this is a guy that basically paid attention to the teacher in class. You caught that because, you know, sometimes I have a tendency to talk fast. And put words together, but sometimes you can't even understand what the hell I'm saying. So do the fact that he caught that, that's impressive. Um Kansas City Rob checking in. Welcome to Hell Back, fella, man. Jonas and the Big Puma SportCon. I see you cal recruiting like Sug on Dead on death <laughs> death row. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite done yet, but almost there. But I feel you can see Rob. But anyway, um, all right, so game five is tomorrow. Man, there's a few days layoff between this game here. Probably need it for both teams to do some good. But Game 5 tomorrow in Phoenix. Now, before Game 4, I told you that I thought that the pressure was still on Milwaukee because they were not coming down. They weren't coming back from a 3-1 deficit. They dug deep. I told you the other day, too, that if the Phoenix Suns, led by Chris Paul, if Chris Paul lets this one slip away, they're going to be able to go back and look at his performance and look about look at their fourth quarter performance in game 4. Now game 5 with its and scenery. Would you say Sam, would you say that is this a is this a must win for Phoenix? Would you I mean cuz if we both picked the Suns and I think when you look at them both I still feel even though Middleton has showed some consistency, he's done good but when you look at the roster, look at the way he play, I still feel that the better team is the Phoenix Suns, but due to the fact they've lost two in a row, all they've done is both teams have protected home court. Is it is it a must win for Phoenix not to drop three games in a row in the city and the series, and
2: then lose home court advantage back? It doesn't feel like a must win because this series at this point it doesn't feel like uh, one team is going to win two straight games unless they're at home. Like I, okay. I, I don't think I don't think Milwaukee. I mean, again, I kind of expect home court to just hold all the way through to a game seven at this point. After seeing what we've seen through five, I mean, I, I think if you're getting if you're getting into a game five uh, with an even series, that obviously tells me the, the the rest of this thing could go either way. I mean, hmm. it, it's I that's why I don't think it's as much of a must win, especially when you look at specifically why Phoenix lost those games in Milwaukee I mean do you I don't expect Chris Paul to have that bad a game the rest of the series um and and I would expect Phoenix's role players to to puff back up and, and show up when they're back home I I would kind of think I mean let's assume let's say Phoenix loses this series I think the or loses this game at home game five I think the veteran leadership of CP3 is enough to say I still feel good about their chances to win game six in Milwaukee and bring it back home
1: okay uh, I, I kind of that's that's a nice break I can kind of see that I, I feel that I kind of see what you're saying I think you know if you're Phoenix you want to win this game because you know again like I keep saying Milwaukee's only lost one home game during the stretch <clears throat> you know you're talking about if you do drop tomorrow nice game at home in the desert now you're going back uh what do they call it deer park or whatever the hell they call it? Mm-hmm. you're going back there with a time for a team that has a chance to win one game and to close it at home and deliver like the only second championship title in their in their franchise history and one really in the modern era, yeah, first one in the modern era, but that's something that I think, and really, when I look at tomorrow, what it depends on is like I told you, I felt that phoenix they they kind of they they really i don't want to discredit. Milwaukee because they really had to dig deep and we've seen them done. it And I know I've been hard enough on, um, you know, Coach Bud and Giannis, you know, but I feel like Phoenix really kind of gave Devin Booker's performance away of a a 41 piece, whatever he had. And then number two, they gave away a good play, a good defensive style of play in the fourth quarter by Aiden. Aiden has on the cool, really done it. I mean, you're not going to. I mean, only Giannis can really stop Giannis. Like, if Giannis has one of those games where it's like, yo, I free, uh, airball two free throws, um, I missed some bunnies, I picked up three offensive charge fouls, he can take himself out of the game, but it's hard to have a player out there that's really going to stop Giannis or take him out of the game. But Aiden has done a decent job at trying to do that.
2: Yeah, no question. And I think that also, when you ask me, do I think this is a must win for the Suns, I think it also has as much to do with, what I see in in on the Bucks roster going back to Milwaukee for a Game Six, I mean i i don't see i don't see your, your proven closer on that Milwaukee team. I mean, I don't see, like you said, okay. if they're going back home, only have one game to win. None of those guys on that roster have shown that they're in the last two minutes of games they're going to take over and carry oh. a team to a win. I mean, Giannis the closest thing to it. But like you said, Giannis can also take himself out of a game just as easily. Yeah, and, he, I, and none of them have done it at this level, obviously. I, I do agree, and I think tomorrow night's game.
1: What makes it so interesting about tomorrow night's matchup is because you have some different elements. You got well, you got different elements in this game. You're going to have the big, the big question in the sea is what is the officiating going to be like? That's going to be one to compare to, to to how Game Four was officiated with the missed call for Devin Booker's uh, seventh or sixth foul. You know, from a lot of other things, I think that that's going to be looked at. I don't know who the crew is going to be. I think also it's going to be that I think that if Milwaukee's going to actually come back for like they did before in the other series, if they're going to really come back from being down 2-0, they need, like, Middleton has to be kind of at this level. He can't – I mean, with with this being a two-out-of-three series right now, I don't think if you're a Milwaukee fan and you've got a future bet on Milwaukee or money on the line, you can't afford – Middleton to kind of fall back to where Middleton's got one of those games where he's gone five for fifteen from the field and he's got ten points. That that's no bueno. That ain't gonna cut it. So I think Middleton and you know and I like Legler. Legler Wrigley. I don't really tune in too much about breakdowns of games whatever because I like to give my own opinion how I see it in my eyes. But Legler is very good at what he does. I mean, I think it's him and Kenny Smith are the one two guys that I really like. And Legler just said it best. I mean, he just feels like you know Middleton is really the only guy on the team that can still really get his shot wherever he wants to on the game. They only got one one person. And most people hear that like, what are you talking about? Giannis is like the best player on the team. Yeah, but Giannis, this is what I've been critical of him. Giannis doesn't really have solid go-to moves where he can just get his... You know, shot off wherever. It kind of comes in the flow of Giannis being Giannis. So that's why I think it's very important that Chris Middleton, he can't disappear. He's He's got to be engaged and they've got to get that from Chris Middleton at least if this goes seven for the next three games, the next two out of three or whatever, they're going to try to get it done. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Today's show was presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop. Don't forget to go to their website at hazelskyonline.com where you can check out all their latest products. Uh, you can also shop from the covers of your own home as well too. And this last segment of the day and of the week is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Zing. Zing Zing is the uh, state's biggest largest uh premix michelada mix also they offer um daiquiris they offer a strawberry mix they also offer margarita mix as well or you can just add your favorite liquor that is zing zang official sponsor of the sports crime um all right so the uh the weekend is a bonus here um So we'll see. We've got uh, the NBA game five tomorrow. So that'll be exciting. Second half of baseball is up and running um, today as well. Also. Uh, Also, what else do we have? Uh, They had one more thing that I kind of, I still haven't, and we'll, we'll talk more about this um, starting Monday, but I still wanted to get into some of these college deals that are going down. um, That impressive. I told you yesterday Um, That, you know, Master P's son, he signed a $2 million deal with a tech company. Um, That's a power move. Um, Again, uh, that's, uh, let's see, it was with Web Apps America. That's who he got. Um, And they're committed to supporting HBCUs as well, too. But, again, that's a brand of Master P, you know. um, He's going to Tennessee State. University uh, to play basketball, his son. Um, That that has come to do with Master P, his brand. I mean, I don't expect, you know, your average college student, regardless if they're a top five recruit or the biggest recruit in the the country, I'm not saying that there's going to be, you know, seven-figure deals given out, um, you know, across the board. But once we get into some of these, these are very impressive uh, when you take a look at them. Um, also what else do we have, uh, going on that I wanted to touch on real quick before we get out? Um, where was it? I had it here. Oh, that's what it was. Cause I, cause when I came into the studio the other day, I know, uh, Bartlett had kind of told me he was like, how, why? But, uh, we never talked about it, but, uh, the NBA 2K cover, um, Luca. And, um, she was my future baby mama at one time. I thought it was going to be in Miss Candace Parker. She's on the cover, too. But now help me on this. Now, is this one of these things? Because, you know, Barley was kind of saying, like, you know, I don't get it, like, You know, sometimes in the Madden games, and they got all that, you're a gamer, Sam. Sometimes in the Madden game, you can kind of go back and get the old player to do it. Are they going to have the WNBA aspect in this game? Are we just putting her part as woman empowerment part of this cover? What's going on with this? They've had them in
2: there for a couple years now. Oh, they already have Mm -hmm. had them in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And FIFA's added some women's teams to the soccer game as well.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, damn, we've really gone to the roots of this whole me too and everything. Cool. That's I mean, nothing wrong with that. I didn't even know that. I, I mean, I'm not a big gamer. Um, never really was. I was more of a sport EA guy, but I don't really keep up with this. But I know it was big news that Candace was uh, – because she's the first female, right? She's going to be the first female on the cover. And I was like, Damn, man, you know, speaking of Luka, I, I saw Jason Kidd's press conference yesterday. You can tell that is a man, Sam gave me that look. But I, you know what, though, Sam, when I looked at Kid, maybe it's just acting. I don't know. But that looks like a guy that's really been humbled from the time that he took his first job in that Brooklyn job. He looks like a guy that's pretty much saying, hey, I'm going to listen to guys. I'm going to listen to the people. There's other people around me. The superstars are around to help. And he just, hey, Luca's 22. He's like, we got a lot of work to do before he comes perfect. So we'll see. You know, I just remember Jason Kidd's first one, the, the whole fake, oh, I'm just going to toss the ice, the cup of the water on the ref. For the, so that was a joke. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he got off to a rough start. But it's going to be interesting. I just thought that was my opinion. I didn't really all look at it in depth. But I think what I saw with Jason Kidd, he definitely looks like a guy that's been a little bit humble. But, I mean, he's getting a nice, you know, Ferrari to work with. But it's going to be interesting how they build the pieces. right? And I'm really interested to see about this guy from Nike what he's going to do. Mark Cuban really went out the the box for this. I know this guy's got ties with Kobe and all that kind of stuff. And Mark Cuban's always been one of those guys that I like that thinks outside the box and the norm, but, but kid, man, he's got, he's got Luke. It's going to be interesting to see what type of pieces is around him. And it's also to go, you know, him to get a chance to go back and coach and where it started from, from, him, you know, the Mavericks, uh, back in the day. So we'll see how that goes. Um, this weekend would only really the game, I mean baseball, I'll be taking it some baseball, but really get to uh to lay in on the Sopranos this weekend, man. No telling where I'll be at. Depending on by the time we get here next week, but I think I'm already in the episode two of season four. I think.
2: Damn. When yeah. did you start?
1: I started probably. I think I started sometime last week. Yeah, it was like last
2: yeah. weekend, wasn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah. That yeah. so lets you know what kind of life I have. I mean, it's one of those situations to where it's like I don't get out much. Don't do anything. It's like games. Yeah, okay, well, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and start, huh? It
2: also lets you know what part of the sports schedule we Bingo. In.
1: Bingo that's that's one of those yeah because that's that's the reason why i'm on this pace because i know come late august when we get into that first college kickoff week on thursday and them games start coming it's like man i'll be down to like maybe one a week you know two a week and i'll pace myself as long as i'm there before i'll get there before november at this pace regardless i'm damn near six total episodes but definitely um in on that um it didn't LeBron – I'm eager to see also coming up, too. I think this was given to me, but I have to look at it, too. I know LeBron's got his whole Space Jam really launched this week. I'm going to see how that's doing. I'm not downloading that. I'm not – I mean, I'm not – I mean, if I had kids, maybe different, but that's one of those I'll have to be flipping the channel and then have to be on regular TV at that time before I really sit down and catch uh, that.
2: I think I have to watch it just have for to. nostalgia purposes. I mean, because, like, when the first one came out, that was, like, probably – Fifth, sixth grade for me, something like fifth, that. I can't. I think remember it was about. Fifth, I, was. I think I was in fifth grade. Yeah.
1: What year was that? The first one off the top of the dome was that ninety?
2: Well, that would have had to have been like ninety eight ish, maybe something Ooh, like that. Damn, I thought it was maybe even a little bit earlier than that. it was ninety eight, might be.
1: Let me see. Let me see. Damn, I was already. I was already three years out of high school. I was already working. I was already grinding. That yeah, was ninety six.
2: Ninety six. That's
1: a year out. Yeah. So a year out to high school. Wow. And you were what, Sam? At that time?
2: Uh, that would have been fifth grade. God. Lee, man jeez oh yes kid, i think old. i think i gotta get in the right mindset and watch it just but see do you nostalgia. i know
1: you sam you will go into it you will be going in with a little bit of comparison to see like uh you know this is a little bit Or are you just oh. going in with a clear head oh no, you have to i feel you i yeah, have to like like damn man lebron can't escape michael jordan in comparison man wow all right man that's a wrap for the day for the week special thanks to Myself, special thanks to Sam spending the one and twos, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people in the shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning, free to snooze button. Before you're out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all next week.
0: drop some garlic and croutons on there and the rest is salad history i made the best salad ever people and now i'm making the best app the caesar sportsbook app got live in-game betting parlays and Caesar rewards caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app nothing must be 21 gambling problem call text or chat 1-888-532-3500 download the caesar sportsbook app your app is ready emperor